inshallah Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in I'm very happy to see you here today Really It brings me great joy To be talking to my children My sons and my daughters Do you know what topic They have given me today Do you know the topic Anyone knows the topic Put up your hand If you know the topic do you know the topic? Uh, that is a volunteer, so it's called cheating. Yes, what is the topic? The reality of departing from this world. The reality of departing from this world. Who wants to depart from this world? Who wants to depart from this world? They don't want this world anymore. Why? What is your name? Stand up. Why do you want to depart from this world? Yes. Because this world is not going to last forever. Okay, but that doesn't mean you want to depart from it now. Let me modify my question. Who wants to depart from this world now? They want to leave this world now. We still have to have lunch, isn't it? Yes. And we still need to, this evening we need to go home and sleep in our bed, isn't it? So, it's really a tough one. But I want to ask you a question. How many of us know of someone young who has left this world? We know someone who was young and they left this world. If you know someone, put your hand high up, very high up. Almost all of us know of someone, right? Now I will come to my point, put your hands down. And that is, do you agree that the one who brought us into this world can take us back to him at any time? Is that correct? If he wants, he can take me now. He can take you now. It might be looked at as a bad thing while we are on earth because we still have a mission we have plans if i ask you what do you want to become when you grow older let's ask you the question put up your hands to tell me what would you like to be when you grow older yes you at the end stand up and say it loudly what do you want to be when you grow older an engineer someone else what do you want to be loud a neurosurgeon, la ilaha illallah, beautiful. What would you like to be? Which airline? Which, which airline? Would you, you want to be a pilot for which airline? Which is your dream airline you want to fly for? Mashallah. Okay, let, you can decide that later as well. Yes. You want to be a? A doctor. Yes. Say it loudly. You want to be an Islamic scholar? Mashallah, mashallah. Yes, it's good. Okay, right there. Anyone from that side there? Yes, at the back. Get up and say it loud. What do you want to be? I can't hear you. You want to be a what? Dermatologist. La ilaha illallah. And, this, and you who is in front? A doctor. 
MashaAllah. Okay. So all this shows our plans. We plan and it is correct to plan. We must have a plan. And it is okay for now if you don't really know what you want to become. But right now you know you need to go to school, you need to pass your exams, you need to pass primary, you need to pass secondary, you need to go to university or you need to do something. And soon inshallah you need to one day perhaps maybe you are thinking inshallah I will get married. Am I right? How many of you want to get married? One day when you are much older, you want to get married. Put up your hand. You want to get married. Put up your hand. Yes. Okay. Put your hands down. Excellent. I can see our big sheikh here. He also, he says, I want to get married one day. Inshallah. May Allah bless you. Right? Not right now, but sometime in the future, you will get married by the will of Allah. So man has plans. But Allah can, subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has the final say. Sometimes you want to do something and Allah does not want you to do that. You want to marry someone and Allah knows that this person is not what you think he or she is. So Allah doesn't want it to happen. When He closes the door, don't be sad. Just say, Alhamdulillah, I am happy, O Allah. Right? I am happy. You are happy with what? The decision of Allah. Allah can change those plans at any time. You want to be a doctor, you might not make the grades. If you don't make the grades, do you become depressed? No. You try again. Maybe you want to try the third time. After that, maybe you can change your field and become something else. Maybe Allah wants to take you through a different door altogether. Right? So Allah knows best what is suited for you. In the same way, Allah knows when it is best to take my life away and your life away. People will be sad when you lose your mom, when you lose your dad, your brother, your sister, one day maybe a child. It is sad because we are going to miss them. But we are believers. We are what? We are what? We are believers. We believe in the life after death. Right? When you die and you go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will get a chance to meet all those who you would like to meet. There in Jannatul Firdaus. In Jannah. May Allah give us Jannah. Say Amin. So we are concerned. We have a mission. We want to fulfill it. Allah can change it at any time. Now, how many of us here have a guarantee that tomorrow morning we are going to be alive? Does anyone have a guarantee that they are going to be alive tomorrow morning? Put up your hand. Nobody, not even one, right? Nobody, because we don't know what might happen now, what might happen later. I don't have a guarantee. If I don't have a guarantee, then what do I need to do? Surely, as much as I want to be a doctor, I want to be a dermatologist, I want to be a pilot, I want to be a, an Islamic scholar, I want to be, what did you say? A neurosurgeon. As much as I want to be all of that, which is very beautiful, it is so encouraging to hear that. And I really would like to see you work hard to achieve as well. As much as it is encouraging to see that I tell you something, you need to understand you might just meet with Allah before that. You might return to Allah. That is the reality. The reality of death is something that can come at any time. You need to be prepared to meet with Allah. 
Now, if a person wants to meet with Allah, I'm sure you've heard of people who have a good death. Someone who dies in salah. If they are praying and they die while they are praying, is that a good death or a bad death? If they are doing good work and they die while doing good work, it's good for them, right? And if a person dies while they are lost in immorality, in evil, in intoxicants, in sinful behavior, is it good or bad for them? Bad for them. So from that, what I need to know is every day I need to do a few things. I need to make sure that I am in the obedience of Allah. In case I die today, I did something good. So you start off your day with something. What do you start your day off with? What do you start your day off with? Salatul Fajr. Am I right? Get up. Because that might be your last opportunity to do what? Last opportunity to? To pray. It might be your last day. The angels will have written, this man, his death is at 4 p.m. He started off the day with Salatul Fajr. After that, he read half a page of Quran. After that, he was seeking the forgiveness of Allah. Then he said, Bismillahi, and he left his house. He never ever returned to the house. Was it a good death or a bad death? MashaAllah. You get the point? So we have actually helped ourselves by thinking of the reality of departing from this world. We are going to leave. And because we are going to leave, you don't need to be very worried. Trust me, when you go to the other side, the other side, it is a much, much better life than this one here. You will never be tired again. You will never age or become old again. You will have what you want at the other side. Unlike here, when we are here, we get sick once or twice in the year. Small flu or cough, sometimes a little bit more serious. That's why we need our neurosurgeons, dermatologists and doctors. Right? So things will happen here that we, sometimes we, it's tough. When you go to the other side, it's a much better place. But you need to prepare for it. You need to prepare for it. If I show you a beautiful house and I show you, wow, see this house. It has bedrooms, it's technologically very advanced. It has everything very nice. Would you like it? Do you want a very nice house? Do you want or not? You want a nice house, right? What do you need to do if you want that house? You need to pay for it. How much would it cost? A few million nairas. Am I right? Maybe tens of millions of nairas. Am I right? Maybe hundreds of millions of nairas. Am I right? Now, if you see a house, listen carefully, and you love it, and you want it, the first thing you need to do is gather the money. Are you following? When you think of it and you are focused that I'm going, I'm young, when I grow old, I want to marry. Like everybody said here, when we grow older, inshallah, may Allah bless you with good husbands and good wives. May you be the best husbands to your wives and may you be the best wives to your husbands. Say, Amin. Right. So if, for example, you see a house 
and you know how many tens of millions it is and you know what you want the house you need to work hard from now to get to work one day and earn the money and when you earn it it will take you several years to gather that money one day you will say alhamdulillah i have the money let's go and pay for the house and we will get it by that time there might be a better house in the market right and you will get a better house but you had to work very hard for it if you don't work hard for it is it going to just you go there and you say right i want this house they say well it's so many millions no i want it free of charge is anything free on earth no there is something free oxygen so far they have not charged us for oxygen where we breathe right you take a deep breath you take a deep breath when you exhale we were told that your life is shorter do you know why you are one breath less if allah wrote 550 billion breaths for you in your life you are one short by the time you breathe every breath is taking you closer to the end to the meeting of allah like i gave an example to one person about eggs i said if allah has written already that you are going to eat 30,000 eggs in your life how many 30,000 for example it's just an example every time you eat eggs you are one egg closer to your death you understand so the one young man put his hand up and said, Sheikh, I will stop eating eggs from today. I said, no, no, it's not going to make your life any shorter. It would mean Allah wrote less eggs for you. May Allah bless us all. So we need to be focused upon the best house of the hereafter. Because when you are alive, you will be alive for a certain number of years. Let me ask you a question. How long do you want to live for on earth? At what age? Do you not mind dying? Put up your hand and answer the question. Yes. What is the age you, that now you have lived, you think it's a good age, I can die? Yes. 90, mashallah. Yes. 70, yes. 70, yes. Loudly, because we are far. 68, yes, at the back. How much? 40. No, multiplied by 2, inshallah inshallah yes you how, how how long you want to live for 60 years yeah, a little bit more inshallah can i tell you what's the proper answer yes it's correct yes what you are what are you saying how many years 100 la ilaha illallah my beloved children even if allah gave you your wish you still have to go back to allah right or wrong whether you go today or tomorrow or after a hundred years or 90 or 60 or 40 you still have to go back to allah right between 60 and 70 alhamdulillah may allah give us a good healthy life okay now i tell you it's amazing because in this world when we are alive we all know we are not going to live for more than 60 70 years maybe one guy might live to 100 some of them don't mind going at 40 etc etc let me tell you nobody really wants to die we should not wish to die because we have problems face the challenges when you are writing an examination and the questions are hard do you just say sir i'm walking out of here let me go i don't want to take this exam no you attempt it you try your best to answer the questions even if you have not answered some of them correctly but inshallah you will pass with your attempt 
The same way when Allah gives you challenges in your life, you stand up to every challenge and you face it, whether you like it or not. You cannot say, I want to die. My life is too tough. My examinations, my tests from Allah, they are too difficult. Allah says, لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها. Allah does not test. Allah does not burden any soul with more than it can manage or shoulder. So Allah knows your extent. When you are in grade one, you have questions according to grade one. When you go to grade 10 and 12, you will have questions according to the grade you are in. Do you think you are going to university and the first question on the paper will be, what is one plus one? What is one plus one? If that is a question right at university, there is some catch to it. Do you know that? Am I right? You will have to think 20 times, hey, this is not for this level. Maybe there is something. It's like they say, they were, you know, in one of the corrupt countries, there was a man who went, there was a man who, who went to a certain company as an accountant to seek a job. He went to seek what? A job. He wanted to be the accountant of the big company and that company was corrupt, right? So they were, when he arrived there, he saw two people standing outside the office waiting also. In fact, they were sitting, waiting to go in for interviews. So there were three in total. So the first one was called out. He went in. The person interviewing him was the CEO, the big boss of the company. He asked him, what is one plus one? I want to be the accountant of a massive firm and you are asking me what is one plus one? He said it's two. He said thank you, you can leave. Ah. So the other two who were sitting outside, they looked at him and they said why are you out so quickly? He said I don't know. I went inside. He asked me what is one plus one? I said it is two. He told me you can leave. So I went. So when the second guy went in, he knew that if you say two to one plus one, the answer is? The answer is going to be? Wrong, according to them, right? In reality, it's a correct answer, but that man is looking for something different. So when the second guy went in, the, the boss says, you know what? Uh, what is one plus one? He wants to be the accountant of a firm, right? So what happened is he said, uh, it is uh, 11. He said, sorry, you can leave. So as he's coming out, he told the third guy who asked him, what happened? How come you are out so quick? He says, I don't know. He just asked me the same question, what is 1 plus 1? I said 11 because the first guy said 2 and it was wrong to, according to them. So I said 11 and it is still wrong. So then he said, okay, okay, fine. When the third guy walked in, the man says, right, sir, what is 1 plus 1? What did the third guy do? You know what he did? Guess what he did? He knows if I say 2, he's going to say goodbye, right? If I say 11, he's going to say goodbye. What should I do? He said, sir, can I close the curtains? He said, okay, he closed the curtains. He said, sir, can I turn off the light? He said, okay, he turned off the light. He said, what would you like it to be? <laughs> La ilaha illallah, what would you like it to be? So corrupt that the accountant is saying, listen boss, if you tell me one plus one is 500, I will make sure that it works out to 500 somehow. You see, that is corruption. You understand what I'm saying? Corruption. When the accountant is corrupt, then you, you will lose everything. We want to be honest, but I want to tell you something. When we get to the hereafter, it is a good place where you will not find corruption. You will not find any evil. 
And in order to get there, we need to work. We need to work hard. Like I said, I work so hard to want a house in this world. To want a house in this world. But I did not prepare for the eternal house and home. You want a house in Jannah? Who wants a house in Jannah? Put up your hand. Okay, put it down. You need to pay for it. How much is it? You're not in Nairas, in deeds. You need to do your salah. You need to stay away from sin. You need to read Quran. You need to make the dhikr of Allah. Remember Allah. You need to worship Allah alone. You need to follow the sunnah as best as you can. You will have a house in Jannatul Firdaus. You will have a house in Jannatul Firdaus. So this is something you need to think of. Everything comes with a price. Jannah is actually very reachable, but it comes with a price. Just be a good person. You know your friends at school, help them. Allah will help you. Sometimes at school we have small gangs. Am I right? Small cliques. It's my little circle. And then we look at another girl, like the five girls are friends. They look at a sixth or seventh girl, they laugh at her, they mock at her, they tease her. Wallahi, you are going to lose your palace in Jannatul Firdaus. Why do that? Help her. Smile at her. So what if she's different? So what if there's something wrong? So what? Meaning, so what if, for example, she might have made a mistake? Correct her. So what if her color or the part of the country she comes from or another country altogether or she's not so clever or she, according to you, she might not be so good looking. Let me tell you, if you are very, very clever in your classroom, it does not mean you are going to be successful in this world. Some of the people with the most money, they were not really very bright at school. Later on, Allah gave them much money. Do you know that? So if you have failed once or twice at school, don't be depressed. But the bigger failure is when you are losing focus. What is the focus? While we are focusing on building our lives, we should not forget to also focus on ensuring that our hereafter is okay. I started my day in a good way. So the day I die, I would have done istighfar. What is istighfar? Oh Allah, forgive my sins. If I have made sins, speak nicely to one another, even amongst the boys. Sometimes we don't speak nicely to our friends, our colleagues. Sometimes we think we are too clever. Sometimes we think we are richer than those guys. My dad drives a better car than your dad. I'm not going to talk to that boy. He's not of my standing, my status. Not at all. We talk to everyone. We are building our Jannah. We speak with respect. We are honest. We don't use swear words and abusive words. If you use swear words, it means you are not worried about Allah. If you are not worried about Allah, will you have a house in Jannah? Allah owns that house. You want it. I want it. Allah says, just be a good person. That's easy. Just be a good person. Stay away from bad things. Have good friends. Talk to each other. Change your life. Be a good person. If you ask me, for example, I wouldn't mind walking around if I had the time greeting every single person here and trying to put some form of goodness in your life if I can, even if it means just with a smile. Subhanallah. And that's what makes us happy. Because Allah is watching to help. To smile is a charity. And to make someone else smile would even be a bigger charity. Do you understand? To make a person happy is a very big charity. You follow my point? So from now on, inshallah, we are going to focus on how we can build others. Allah will build you. 
You want to build your palace in paradise? You need to help other people. You need to reach out to others. Someone in your classroom is not extremely intelligent and you are very intelligent. You know what you need to do? Spend some time with them to teach them in a nice way. Don't say, ah, you, you don't know. You, you are thick. Ah, you, you are, you, you, are, you are dumb. You are daft. Those words are words that show you that you don't understand the reality of departing from this world. You might go before that person. Then you will meet Allah. Allah will say, you know, I put someone in your classroom. You used to call them bad names. Why? What are you going to say? You will not have an answer. Too late. Now it's too late. You didn't seek forgiveness. The same applies to girls. I'm not too sure about this country. But in many places, bullying is real. We bully kids just because he's small. Come here. Polish my shoes. Here. Take. Polish. Here. If he doesn't, hey, I'll fix you. It happens in some places. Am I right? Yes. Why do you belittle another? You are a creature of Allah. They are a creature of Allah. Learn to respect each other. Because one day we are going to leave this world. When we leave the world, we want to be smiling. People will say, there was such a good boy, such a good girl. She left. And you know what? She was the best in the, in, from all of them. La ilaha illallah. Wouldn't you like someone to say nice things about you when you die? Or you want them to say, Ooh, finally dead. Eh? You want them to say that? May Allah bless you. Talk nicely to others. Speak with respect to others. Treat others the same way you want to be treated. It means you are focused. So I spoke about building your relation with Allah, fulfilling your salah. You start your day with salah. If you have got up late for some reason, still start with salah. That same salah, you can read it qada if you have missed it because of your sleep or whatever else. But start it with salah. Get used to these good things. Quran, spend some time. Many of us have phones and technologically advanced devices, right? We have smart tablets and smartphones and so on. And many of us spend time on there, either watching things or playing games, right? Some of these games are nice. Give me the names of some of the games. Mashallah. Another name? FIFA. What else? Mashallah. Another game? Another game? Another one? Another one? La ilaha illallah. We are getting more names of games than we know the names of Allah. Mashallah. Mashallah. Now it's good to know them. But what I want to tell you, it's not bad to play a game. But to get addicted to it is a problem. We get very excited. We are sitting. Time for salah. But, but you know, shaitan is telling you, no, keep on going, keep on going. And the angel, he knows that, hey, this person is now going to die in the next 15 minutes. And they are still. Imagine you are dead and the game is here like this and you are gone. Uh -uh. I rather die in salah, right? That's why when the time of salah comes, you're enjoying your game. I'm not saying don't play. Put it aside. Do your salah. And don't do it so fast. It might be the last salah you're going to read. Like I said, you know what? It is actually such that we don't know the date of death of anybody. I'm not frightened to die. I'm just concerned about preparing for that day. That's all. When I go the other side, I'm going to see you guys again there. Inshallah. Say Amen. Amen. We meet in Jannah. Right? If someone goes, we are believers. We believe they are gone to a better place. If I were to ask you, how old are you? How much? 12. 
Where were you 13 years ago? You don't know. How old are you? 15. Where were you 16 years ago? How old are you? Yes, 16. Where were you 17 years ago? I need an answer. Yes, how old are you? 14. Where were you 15 years ago? With Allah. Well done, well done, well done. He was with Allah. So if Allah gives you, how long would you like to live for? For example, how many years approximately? 80? Where will you be 85 years from now if you had died at 80? With Allah again. Very good. Well answered, mashallah. I came from Allah and I'm going to return to Allah. That's the reality of departing from this world. You understand? Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajirun. We belong to Allah and we are definitely going to return to the same Allah. So how can I keep on playing my games? Do I, you belong to the game and you're going to return to the game? Not at all. We belong to Allah. You can play, but understand, prioritize. You need to know your times. Some people sit and watch movies. Some people sit and listen to songs or whatever they may be doing. You need to understand what is beneficial for you. What is going to help you. Your time on earth is very short. I want to give you one more example before I go. I think my time is up. Is my time up? Yes. MashaAllah. There are only three people in this hall saying yes. The rest of them are saying no. So those three, they can take heed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Allah who decides when your time is up, right? Yes. They are saying your time is up. <laughs> no, when we say Allah decides your time, we are talking about death. But right now they said yes, meaning this particular talk. Let me give you one example. How many of you have played football before or soccer? Put up your hand. MashaAllah. I think the girls will play better than these boys. Okay, put your hands down. How many minutes is the game? 90 minutes. What is it that depicts the beginning of the game? There is a referee. What does he do? blows the whistle. When he blows the whistle, what is your job? You kick off. And what do you do? You keep on kicking the ball in which direction? To the opponent, right? Towards the goals on the other side, the goalposts. So throughout the 90 minutes, everybody is focused on the goalposts on the other side, right? Did you hear that? Subhanallah. What if you are winning 1-0? Can you stop the match and say, right, we won? No. What if you are winning 5-0? Can you just stop the match halfway and say, we are done? Can you do that? It has to go all the way to when the referee decides the match is over. What will he do? Blow the whistle again, right? He'll blow the whistle, right? Yes, in, in a certain way, okay? So I tell you something, even if your score is 50-0, you'll still keep on playing until the whistle blows, right? You cannot just say, ah, we are winning 50-0. You know why? If you give up and you walk off, the other party will come in and they will score 51. And the final score will be 51-50. Who lost? 
But five minutes ago or ten, you were winning 50-0 because you walked away. They could kick in, out, in, out. You understand what I'm saying? So, there will come a time when your whistle will be blown. When the whistle is blown, we will see the score. The score is 3-0, 5-1. Right. Now I want to tell you, at the beginning of the match, if you are losing and the opponent is winning 3-0 and there is still 45 minutes remaining, half, is there any chance of winning? Yes. Yes. But right now you are losing how much? 3-0. How much are you losing? 3-0. When the match ends, if you still keep playing properly, you will win 4-3. They still have 3 and now I have 4. There are matches like that, am I right? Plenty of them. You can only decide the winner at the end of the match. And Allah, sometimes He gives you a little bit more time in life. From the beginning to the end, when the whistle is blown, you start. What do you do? Your entire life, you have a goal post. Shaitan is coming this way here and you are going that way there. You need to score goals one after the other. What are the goals of life? Your salah is a goal. Mashallah, one zero. I read Fajr this morning, 1-0, right? Good deeds are goals. Your Quran is a goal. What else is a goal? Fasting is a goal. Zakah is a goal. Going for Hajj is a goal. Being kind is a goal. Staying away from sin is a goal. So Shaitan will score some goals sometimes. But don't worry about Shaitan. You keep playing until your whistle is blown at 80 years, 90 years, 45 years, 60 years. Whenever the whistle is blown, you will then meet Allah. He will give you your results. And He will say, well done. You tried your best. You, you can now get the World Cup. What is the World Cup? In our case, it will be Jannatul Firdaus. May Allah give us Jannah. Say Amin. Amen. So the reality of this world and its departure is similar to a football match where from the beginning to the end, you need to keep on going. Keep on going. Don't stop. You know how they have a new machine that actually... You're standing in front of the thing. They have a new machine that actually tells you... They have a new machine that tells you how much you have run. So they will tell you, this player ran 11 kilometers, this player ran 12, 15 kilometers, that player only ran 6 kilometers. And that's how it is. Do you get the point? In our lives, we will continue striving until our whistle is blown. Even if shaitan got you one day and he made you do something wrong. So shaitan is winning 2-0. That's not the end of the match. Is it the end of the match? I will get up and I will score 5. In the end, we will have 5-2. Do you understand my point? Every day ask yourself, what did I do which is good today? And don't lose your score by an own goal. You know what's an own goal? When you start giving your own good deeds away to others by talking bad about them, backbiting, harming, deceiving, cheating, all those are own goals. We will never be able to go further if that happens. My dear children, I have spoken a lot. I have enjoyed discussing with you. And Alhamdulillah, we ask Allah to bless every one of us. It has been a beautiful teen session. Inshallah, if Allah gives us the opportunity one day to meet again, we will meet again in this dunya. If Allah does not give us the opportunity to meet in this dunya, we will meet again in Jannatul Firdaus. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.